Hello and welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner and this is my podcast where every episode we make a playlist for a specific life event, moment, or occasion, always with a special guest. And today we are making a playlist for taking a bag of clothes to Goodwill, but with more specifics than that with my guest, uh, comedian, writer, producer, actress, Allison Becker. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. I've been seeing you a lot lately. I know, it's so weird. Yeah. I mean, it's not so, like, it feels like. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, it just, I, as I said to you the other night, I think it's really weird that we've known each other for like 15 yeah, years or at so. Least. And in the past year, we've worked together way more than the entire, all the years yeah. up to it. That's, yeah. It's, that's why it's weird, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we worked together on Bubble. Yeah, which is a great podcast. Um, very fun. And uh, just this past week, we were both on the shorts jury for the AFI Fest. Which was so fun. It was really fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we got to see almost 50 short films mm-hmm. and then talk about them with the other jurors and pick one to win. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like way cooler than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I did, of course, th- I do this about everything, but I did wake up stressed out and was like, we made the wrong choices. I did the same thing okay. and then I was like, wait, but did we th- talk about this one? Yeah. But no, I, but I'm also happy with the one we picked. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I think I'm just excited they all got opportunities to be in the festival. Exactly. It, uh, I was telling Aristotle, our producer, before you came, that it really made me feel better about the world in general. <laughs> <laughs> as harrowing as a lot of these shorts that we watched were, and I'll we'll, I'll put wait. Up why did it make you feel it. better? Because it made me feel worse, and I mean that in a beautiful way. Because <laughs> that, because like I was like, oh, things are awful and have been awful. Okay, that's all fair. over the place, and everyone is still like we're still ticking, and this is just yeah. what human to beings put, are. <laughs> to put in context what Eliza is talking about, like short films are overwhelmingly about very. It's a lot of like rape, depression, Mm -hmm. like people dying. Yeah, a lot of uh, refugees, a lot of uh, domestic violence. A lot of war. Yeah. Um, So it's like, and we got inundated with 47 of these mm -hmm. over a few days. Yeah, well, and I think that's where I ended up on the other side of it. I think like for a while I was like, oh God. And then was like, yeah, you know what? This is, we live in chaos. Yeah. And. uh, But I just like, we just watched like 47 the first two minutes of a Pixar movie 47 times (laughs) and I just want I need the rest of the movie right now (laughs) yeah well and I I definitely amazing work by the way like seriously amazing but I definitely had that experience also where there was a a certain point where I just felt like uh bruised where if I got poked in the same place again I was like ow no I can't anymore also like the city's on fire and the world's falling apart politically so who's still listening yeah sorry okay um (laughs) hey guys but the (laughs) playlist you actually suggested this playlist yes um and you (laughs) it was taking exactly what i said taking a bag of clothes to goodwill that you uh that are out of style but you will you still but you still are gonna miss you're still gonna miss i don't know if anyone can relate to this but i always i definitely can i have my car actually loaded right now with bags for goodwill i thought i could take on the way here but i didn't make it in time so i'm going to have to take it after this podcast so i'm in the midst of it oh you're in it (laughs) You got to listen to this playlist I again am. on the I way am. home. Um, but it's whenever I get there, I'm always like, there's at least one thing that I'm like, oh, I don't want to give this up. Mm-hmm. And you just expect like when they, you know, when you bring it in, they're going to be like, thank you so much. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, throw it over there. And you're like, but that's my Green Day concert T-shirt from 1998. Don't you even care? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. If I find if I keep a bag in my house too long after I've 
after I've loaded it up. Oh, yeah. I will pull like, out. And oh, but wait. Yep. Oh, this is still good. <laughs> I do the same thing. Do you ever take stuff to consignment places to sell? I have. I've taken stuff to uh, Buffalo Exchange and Crossroads. And that is even worse because mm-hmm. they do judge it. Yeah, they'll take it out of the bag. <laughs> and it's it's worse both ways because if they're like, no, 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 which they usually are, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, my God, I'm awful and why was I ever wearing these clothes but then if they pick one thing where they're like oh this is good you're like well maybe I shouldn't get aware of it yes get, yeah. give it give yeah. it a, I should get keep it away. I can still yeah. wear it yeah because this like 22 year old cool girl with like awesome glasses thinks it's cool I'm like maybe I shouldn't get rid of it yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh, it, it really uh, turns you inside out yeah maybe that's my short film um <laughs> being judged by a much cooler girl. Um, do you want to get into this playlist? Let's do it. Okay. The first song on it this time is uh, my choice. Mm-hmm. I picked the first song because I was so on the nose. Oh, I'm I felt excited like to hear it. For the on the nose choices, you got to put them first or last. So I put this one first. It's Cleaning Out My Closet by Eminem. Great. <laughs> you just, yeah, I had to. Um, and it, I think it sets you the right emotional tone. You know he's not talking tone. about his real closet, right? No, yeah, he is. He's like, I got these sneakers. <laughs> I never seem to wear them now. You know? He's like, um, how do I organize my my business clothes, yeah. my casual clothes? Yeah. There's way too many. <laughs> <laughs> they all get wrinkled when they're that close. Yeah. I'm not going to audition for this kind of part again. Yeah. I should just get rid of this sweater. But what um, if I need it? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been hated or so I, these are different words. Oh, yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. My friend Lisa always talks about her pumpkin-picking sweater, which what is a, is a sweater, sweater you hold on to in case you ever need to go pumpkin-picking. So is you it like, never go pumpkin-picking. Uh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> like it's is like it it's anything like that, or is it specifically like... Anything like that. It's okay. an aspirational piece of clothing that mm-hmm. you're like, well, I need this in case yeah. that time comes. Yeah, that's a... That's a hard and healthy conversation to have with yourself when you're like, hey, me. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You're not going to go. And if you are going pumpkin picking, you can just wear jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. And you're going to be fine. Or if it becomes unimportant, you can find another one. You can find another pumpkin picking sweater. (laughs) Yeah. I've been talking to myself a lot about the the value of space Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, yes, you're losing this thing, but you're gaining the space that it was taking up. I agree. There's a feng shui principle, feng shui rule. I don't even know what it's called, but that you're not supposed to have things under your bed mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, bad energy and blah, blah, blah. blah. You, you got to clean out your closet. But exactly. You're keeping all that closet. shit up in your head when you keep it under your bed. <laughs> but I, it really is like, even if you don't believe in like the whole magic of it or the spirituality of it and stuff, it makes sense because it's like if there's stuff under, nothing underneath your bed, like you, you feel cleaner and you don't feel like cramped and cluttered yeah you're carrying all these things around with you exactly Uh, and i'm teaching i'm saying this as if i'm like like i have shit under my bed oh (laughs) i I have well i have a storage bed now with the i have a storage bed too so i'm like do the west elm one i do oh my god i fucking love that bed yeah it's It's a great bed but also my house is on a hill and oh no, does it just open? Well, it didn't when I first moved in, <laughs> but my doors, my door, like I, my house is sliding, basically. Well, so yeah. like that n- tracks with what's going on in the world. <laughs> Everything falling apart. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, this, the door, the drawers have started sliding open and also not, it's hard for me to open and close the doors in my home. Wow. Yeah. So so do you I, see it visually? Like if you put doors, a ball on the ground, would it roll one way for sure? Yeah. yeah. And and other people saw it before I did because it's like a slow thing. 
it was probably a little bit tilted when I first got it. Oh, wow. But I had a friend who came over and was like, whoa, so weird how your house is all uh, slanted. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's not. And he's like, okay, <laughs> fine. And now when my certain doors, you can just see like a gap at one side and then a gap up in the oh, diagonal wow. corner. Where that's I'm like, crazy. Oh, that's a house sliding down a hill. Yeah. At least I don't own it. So Yep. Not, it's not my your problem. problem. I mean, it's my problem if it collapses on top of me. Yeah, it's going slow enough. I think you're fine. But uh, yeah, I feel like the storage bed does not count. Folded things I in agree. a drawer under the bed. That's okay. Guys, get this West Elm bed. I forget what it's called, but it's great. <laughs> I think they have a few. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I find it with other items of furniture, too. I'm like, don't put things under. Don't put things under it. Under things. It's It feels very luxurious to see I know, but space under for there. me, and the reason why I wanted to do this this life event, which is not really a life event. <laughs> yeah, it, it is just as much as waking up is. We have one yeah. of those. Um, true, I guess. But I, I have such a hard time letting things go, like letting objects go, because I attach emotion to them. Mm-hmm. So it, like you said, like I'll drive around with that fucking bag in my car for months before I finally go to Goodwill. Me too. Um, there are certain things in there that I have been. That I piled the new bags on top of the old yeah. uh, fake fake flowers. <laughs> you Got don't a, need those. I, d- I never needed them. <laughs> that was never a thing I needed. Well, um, the other thing for us is like sometimes you you might need it for an audition mm-hmm. or for a sketch. a sketch. And like I'm not really performing sketch anymore, but there was a whole time when I had like closets full of just like wigs and costumes mm-hmm. and props. And like every comedian has like their their prop dildo and their prop baby because mm-hmm. you might need it at mm-hmm. some point oh yeah i've gotten rid of those I feels a, good yeah i got rid of i got rid of a lot of stuff and i was really trying to get rid of all of it but i had this suitcase this little tiny suitcase of wigs that i was like i don't want to just toss this or even take it to goodwill because this is too weird i should give this to uh, some other yes. sketch people that's and i kept trying to give it to sketch people and it wasn't working out and i had a little storage space so i was like i'll just throw it in there and i'll find somebody and then I did this weird project on Instagram where I started. Oh, that's right. With those wigs from there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I got my, <laughs> I, I did a different girl character every, or female character every day for a month. And uh, after the first couple that was just me and when I realized, oh, I guess I'm going to do this every day. I was like, oh, fuck, I got that. I got those wigs. Time to get that the wigs suitcase out. Wigs. Did you get rid of them after that? No. <laughs> I mean, I, there has to be some sort of there sketch will, charity. Groundlings does a yard sale like every few years. They clean out their props. Oh, okay. And they do a yard sale for like comedians. So maybe you could just go and give it to them. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that. But uh, that is a thing where I, if I see it go like, to someone, it makes me feel better. Well, this isn't, I mean, A, yes, absolutely. But B, who would? take would get a wig from the goodwill like that's just yeah. i feel like giving it it's it's something that only has worth if you actually give it to someone otherwise it's trash it's like i agree this it's a I, wig but yeah you i mean you could just leave them in the proper my ucb i'll probably do that <laughs> and be like it's going to a good that's that's the that's the wig version of like taking a, a cat out into the forest <laughs> and being like Go, be everything's free. gonna be okay now <laughs> they'll figure it out <laughs> Maybe not a cat in the forest. That's too bad. Like a duck. Like for some reason you've raised a Ducks duck. shouldn't live in the forest either unless okay, there's I water. Know. I don't know. <laughs> you had a pet. A fox. Fox and the hound. That's what happens on the fox and the hound. But it's a very sad scene. But it's poignant. Uh, and it's, she's yeah. doing the right thing. So yeah, it's taking your wigs 
backstage at a comedy theater is like taking a fox to the middle of the forest. The next song is yours. The next song is mine. Let me see what I put first on my list. I'm pulling out my phone, guys. Um, oh, this is um, a very sad song by Christina Perry called Jar of Hearts. Um, Can't take one more and it's kind of about, oh, I love this song so much. It's so beautiful. The video is so beautiful. It has these like, it's a lot of dancers, like professional dancers. Well, and it's, uh, it debuted on So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, we did? I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about letting go of this like bad guy. I, I, when I listen to the song, I don't even think of a particular guy. It's, it's such a good song. It makes me like want to have had a shitty guy that I could think about. <laughs> makes you want to have that, not just not really. But you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, that's so, so beautiful. Like, I want that emotion. Huh. It's, I love it so much. But it, I feel like it's about letting go of this. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had some shitty, some shitty guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it yeah. doesn't make me think of one. Yeah. In particular or anything. I don't know that I've had that feeling of like wanting to have had I feel like maybe it's a, a narcissistic move but I'm like yeah yeah that's the feeling I've had yeah mm-hmm. I already have that feeling in me <laughs> oh it's not mm-hmm. a healthy feeling to want that pain by the way well I just think it's a, I think it's a uh, it's interesting and sort of um uh respecting a, someone else's specific emotion being like oh that's different from mine that's neat I want to bite of that yeah and I've ha- I shouldn't have ordered this I guess I've had I've had sadness like I mean guys I have depression don't worry <laughs> I have sadness but it's like I've never had the specific sadness she describes in the song. Mm-hmm. She dated. It seems like she dated someone who was just like cheating on her. Yeah. Again, I'm not wishing to have dated someone <laughs> who cheated on me. It's coming out wrong. But uh, it's making me yes, like respect that feeling that she's having because it's so beautiful the way she's articulating it. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't familiar with the song, so I read a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, it's by Christina Perry, um, and it came out in 2010. It, de- it was released onto iTunes a week after its debut on So You Think You Can Dance. I did not even know that. Mm-hmm. And she talked, and in the stuff that I was reading about it, it said a lot that like uh, like she wrote it when she was at home. She'd gone home for Christmas or Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. whatever, and some guy that she had dated was like trying to meet up with her, and she was like, I don't want to see him. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that, that's where this came from. Oh, I, I just love it. And it's just like, get rid of him, girl. Yeah. Let him go. Make space. Let them go like those platform sneakers. But sometimes, even though you know it's not good for you, uh, you go like, back to it. Oh, well, let me keep it around. Maybe we'll uh, grow into each other. Yeah. Maybe I'll wear them to a, I don't know, 90s flashback show. Have you ever gotten rid of anything and been like, ah, I shouldn't have? No. Like, and that's what I try and tell myself, that every single time I'm never like, wow, I really wish I still had those sweatpants. <laughs> I've never done that. So like, I have to just let it go and it's going to be okay. I have done that once. Um, I, Do you still think about it? Well, I woke up, I, I remember being like waking up and being like, no, no. And I think I was out of town. I was like, God, I shouldn't have gotten rid of those boots. I shouldn't have gotten rid of them. Why did I do that? That Those are exactly the boots that I want to have now. And that was stupid of me. And then when I got home, I looked in my closet and they were there. Yay! I had to get rid of them. So we make the you right knew. choices. We do make the right choices. We know what we need and what we don't need. And we should listen to ourselves. Also, I think if you are thinking of something old and you're like, I still want like that pair of jeans or whatever, it's not going to be as good as you think. They're not going to be as good as you think they were. Yeah. They're going to be like out of style and not fit you as well. And yeah, I often think that when people miss a city that they or place they used to live, they're, what they're actually missing is the person that they were or the age that they were. Absolutely. When they lived there. Yeah. And I think that's true a lot of times of clothes too. Like I already dress way too young for my action, for myself. <laughs> But there are some things in my closet that I'm like, I sh- I'll keep this, I'll keep this. And then I'll like look at it like a beat longer and get embarrassed and be like, girl. I do the same thing. You cannot 
wear this, not only for respectability, but also like it is 2018. No one, no one anywhere cares that much about Sanrio. And also the the things that were wear, I don't know about you, but for me, the things that I'm wearing that make me feel young are things I wore when I was younger. But that just makes me look older because then I'm wearing clothes that are not in style anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, pretty much. Um, I feel like the clothes that, yeah, they date me. Yeah. Um, but but I'm okay with that. I'm aware of it, I think. Oh, God, knock on wood. <laughs> I think I'm aware of mostly when it's happening. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, guys. That's me. I'm an old lady who likes Roger Rabbit t-shirts. And we're all going to be cool about it. Um, I'm not like, I'm fooling everyone. They think yeah. I'm but a child. And if you're, if you're owning it, I mean, yeah. But it's the in-between things that I'm like, this is just a casual, no big deal to wear this sort of dress. And I'm yeah. like, no, no. It is a dress clearly from 10 years ago <laughs> that no one would wear. No one likes cargo pockets and jaunty uh, places anymore. But I still do it. I'm like, let me get one more wear out of it. I like to wear something one more time before I give it to Goodwill to make sure that I really don't want it. Oh, um, and that's not a great decision all the time. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because if it looks bad, then it looks bad and you feel terrible about yourself. And it looks if it looks good, then people are like, oh, I love your dress or whatever. Oh and then I'm, and then I'm like, it. I'm going to keep it. And I'm trying to get rid of stuff. So it's basically like sleeping with someone before you break yeah, up with it's them. It's a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. But we do it all the yeah, time. We're like, let me already... just get one more time in. Mm -hmm. I know he's not the right guy for me, but I just want one more frolic. Speaking of that... <laughs> Our next song, I don't know if it's actually speaking of that, but uh, the, the the comparison. Um, the next song is uh, Best Thing I Never Had by Beyonce. Oh, great. Hey, it might come back around. It might come back to step, but you know what? No. Yeah, it's not. You never really wore this, did you? You no. never. It was always, you bought it for some girl that you weren't, and it hung in your uh, closet. Have you ever up. gotten rid of something that still had the tags on it? So many times. Oh, that's that's when I feel like a real failure. Yep. But I I've... I used to have a real hard time with it, and now I'm like, let's be honest. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Well, I've gotten better. Release yourself from having to be this yeah. person. I've gotten better about that with books and, and like, TV shows where I'm like, if I'm like, I'm not enjoying this book. I don't have, oh my God, I don't have yeah. to finish it. Wait, I don't have to finish this book. Like, I, I don't have a book report. Why am I forcing myself to read this book I'm not enjoying? Or this TV show that I'm like, why am I doing this? Or even a meal, like, because I was you know, a struggling actor for so long. And when there was food around, you're just like, you got to eat, eat, eat. And now you got to eat and you're like, well, I have to finish it because I'm paying so much for it. But guess what, guys? You can get it to go and mm -hmm. you can eat it tomorrow for lunch. Or even better, you could give it to somebody on the street. But Or, or like, you could not have, like, I was just thinking about the same thing with like, parties and open bars and like free food there. Yeah. Like, I, I would be like, oh, there's going to be food okay I'll, I'll go and yeah I'm like, i'll skip dinner and then i'll hey, eat the food there <laughs> you don't have to do that anymore <laughs> you, you could just i not have, but it's still so ingrained in me like even last night we were at a mm -hmm. i'm gonna brag guys last night we were at a party and they did have some past apps mm -hmm. and i'm just like food there's food we have that's to eat been my dinner all week oh my god that's and my boyfriend was like what are you doing <laughs> yeah and i was like there's food here and we're not paying for it like why aren't we eating it? yeah yeah and uh, i <laughs> And and even with like the the booze there, I'm like, oh, free booze. And yeah. then I'm like, wait, you would not drink, you maybe not. at all, or definitely not this much, right? Live your life. How don't let don't be controlled by the stuff around you. Like that's exactly live it how what you it is. want to like, live. If it. you were already going to buy those drinks, or you were already going to eat something, and then it's there, it's like, oh, what a bonus! It's free. But if you're doing it because it's free, it's 
I have such a problem with that. Yeah. I, and as far as like the having thing, tags on it, I feel like I have this thing that I, I now, since I've named it, I recognize it in myself where I'll be shopping and I'll, I'll, I'll catch myself holding a bunch of clothes I'm about to buy and then be like, who is this woman you are shopping yeah. for? Yeah. You will not wear these. This is for some lady that wears flowy white dresses Fuck that, that bitch. Like you, th- like you think you are when you're no in a TJ Maxx. No one is. And you aren't that person. <laughs> like, I mean, I've had friends. I, I remember a friend of mine tried to take me shopping for girly dresses one time. And I almost broke down <laughs> in the changing room because she made me put on this like dress that to me made me feel like I was like a cupcake right? covered in butterflies. And I was like, is this who I'm supposed to be? <laughs> um and I bought that dress. And, and I have kept you ever wear it, worn it? Zero times. <laughs> and I kept it for at least a decade. Oh, God. Because I was like, oh, come on. You'll you'll figure yeah, it out how yeah, to be yeah. this this person. And finally, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Half of your life, at least, depending on when the bus hits you, is done. Yeah. You're who you are. Exactly. You're, you're this person. So, like, stop trying to shift it around and just uh, be this so person. But it's so hard to get there. Yeah. It's so hard to get there. Well, I think it's also hard to get there because we've got so much messaging coming at us through... Oh, through like, media, from yeah. friends, from everything, from it's our like, parents. Shouldn't you be this type of girl? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She likes Wendy's <laughs> and Axe body spray or like whatever the fuck. Um, and so you're like, oh, shouldn't I? I should be that. I should be that And I do the lady. same thing where I'm like, like sometimes I'll dress like a 14-year-old skater kid and sometimes I'll dress like a... 45 year old mom and I feel comfortable both ways and that's just how I am but then sometimes people will be like oh that I like that on you or whatever and then I'm like okay this is how I'm gonna dress from now on or like <laughs> you, I'll see a woman that whose style like I admire and I'm like okay I'm just gonna mimic her like she has it figured out like would she wear this like when I'm going shopping would she buy this and then I'm like what am I what do I like I don't even know what I like yeah <laughs> I had a uh, one of the most fucked up compliments I have ever gotten and I feel like I've gotten different versions of it at different points in my life um, was, oh, see, now this I like. <laughs> this looks good. This looks good. And I'm like, what? And she was like, well, I mean, like, you know, sometimes some of the stuff you were wearing is like, what? But now, like, recently you've been, like, really putting it together. And I'm like, oh, well, this just changing how I feel approval? about both you and me. <laughs> like, but, and and the, that's, and and of course the clothes that I was wearing when, that was said to me or, or like marked with those. I also, yeah, I have clothes that I'm like, well, I want to get rid of this. I haven't worn it in four years, but on that time when I put it on and Margo said I looked pretty in it. <laughs> I've done that too. It. I've done that too. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I attach all those memories to those clothes and that like good feeling or whatever. And then m- meanwhile, we're just wearing a dress that's like 10 years out of style and like falling apart because we're like, Sunset Boulevard. Like, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's. What's your next song? My next song on my list uh, is "I Will Survive" by Gloria Gaynor. Yeah, which is another like move on, let it go, yeah. and you're gonna be okay. I felt like a uh, best thing I never had in this. They were good friends. Yeah. Live without you by my side. And it's like a good. You know, my therapist even told me she's like, when you let go of stuff like say to yourself i'm okay mm-hmm. i just got rid of that thing that i cared a lot about and i'm okay i don't need it i don't need it and i'm not gonna think about it again mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, released in October 1978. Mm. I was one year old, one year old baby shitting my pants. <laughs> and but she was I surviving. Knew. She was surviving. I was surviving too. Um, it's ranked number 492 on Rolling Stone magazine's list of the 500 greatest songs of, of all time. Oh, which wow. I think is kind of low. I mean, I guess of all yeah. time songs, but still, like, what's number one? Um, it is Bowita. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's ranked number 97 on Billboard magazine's all-time Hot 100. And it's ranked number one in VH1's list of the 100 greatest dance songs. Oh, um, and it really does get people going. Yeah. It really is just like a female forward, like, fuck you. I'm doing it. I'm figuring it out. And what I think is interesting about it, like, musically, is that it's, like, the the all the, the backing track, the orchestration, very disco, disco. But I feel like she sings it almost like a torch song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a really clean vocal, um, and it's a really, like, powerfully sung. Um, and I, I think that juxtaposition is part of what feels interesting to people listening to it like, yeah like oh yeah as you said like it's powerful it is um because a lot of the other disco songs were like you know softer and lots <laughs> they were yeah of, lots of just, ladies we're here, singing songs together out. yeah have you ever been to disco nights at honeycuts downtown uh-uh they got a light up dance floor Ooh. i highly recommend it thursday night they do disco Ooh. get out there and dance is everybody that, is that your genre um, I didn't think it was until I went the other night for my friend's birthday and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. I've, I've, I want to start going out and doing more different things. Like I, I, I get into ruts where I'm just doing the same stuff over and over. Yeah. I'm just going to comedy shows and movies. Mm-hmm. And then if only you had that butterfly cupcake dress. Oh no. <laughs> what would your life be like? Oh, I mean, she's definitely <laughs> pregnant or like has a bunch of kids yeah. at this point. She's, um, I don't know. She probably has a craft room um, and uh, and a fun drinking problem. Yeah, you like fun. Yeah, like, yeah. like mommy time wine, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's her. God, that dress was a prison. <laughs> and I was like, I have to keep it with Did me. you donate it or sell it? I donated it. Nobody wanted that thing. <laughs> Everyone knew. What it was, was last time you I don't think I asked you. What was the last time you brought clothes to sell them? To sell them? Yeah. That's been a while. Um, I'll still try before I go to Goodwill. Yeah. And well, I'm always disappointed. Yeah. And there's, I, I've learned a little bit about like, don't give them the whole bag that you're going to take to Goodwill. Take it, you know, yeah, the, take the, the labels pieces. that they want. Yeah, yeah. Take those out. Okay, here's a question. Have you done the clothing swap game? I have. Um, and I have never worn anything. Oh, you haven't? Okay. That I got. Like, well, I, listen, I've been like, these, these are the things I'm going to wear. And then and then you never wore. I take those to the Goodwill year. Yeah, <laughs> they're just well. America, listen up. Clothing okay. swaps are really hot in LA mm-hmm. with LA women right now. It's I a, don't know if it's a if it's a national I think it's a sensation networking thing. Um, yes, it is also a networking thing. You bring clothes you want to get rid of, and you put them in piles, and other people bring clothes they want to get rid of, and then you swap them around. I have never done one. I've been invited to many, and I've been scared to go because. I am afraid of two things. First of all, that I'm going to get judged on the clothes that I'm yes. putting down. Well, exactly. Like, it's and one second, thing that I'm going to just come home with more junk. Well, it's one thing if there's if it's a woman whose job is to judge you, and it, it, there's there's a it's like a DMV type of coldness. Like you don't enjoy it, but that's what she's there for, and that's yes. what you're there for, and you're not supposed to be friends. But if that person is then a friend, like if I brought one of my 
crazier, weirder things that one of the like, I'm this lady that I did not turn out to be that lady. I don't understand how women with a sense of humor who are the women who invite me to these things could not make fun of it. (laughs) And I don't understand how I could withstand them making fun of it. So I'm like, let's just not have that happen between us. I don't want them to be like, oh, God, I can't say it. But what the fuck made her buy this thing? And I, yeah, but I just, people yeah. are loving them. Yeah, but I've I, even I, complimented people on things, and they're like, "Oh, I got this at a clothing swap," and I'm like, "Maybe I should try." I don't know. Maybe it would be a hurdle for me to get over. Maybe, maybe because uh, I've told you I've done oh, a thing no, where I'm what? not buying clothes for a year. Oh, you found Aristotle found what's number one on what, the, oh, what was number one <sighs> on the man Rolling Stones 500 greatest songs a, of all a, time. As a feminist with the musical choices, the musical oh, no. I have, it is Bob Dylan's "Like a Rolling Stone." Oh, come on, Rolling I, Stones. Give, give a little fucking on the nose, guys. Yeah, they were like patting themselves on the back. Ugh. But also, I feel like Bob Dylan, I, I've developed at this point, and it's not Bob Dylan's fault, good songwriter, I get it, but I've developed similar feelings about him that I have about Radiohead, where I'm tired of men telling me that's, that I have to like them more than I do. <laughs> like, it's, they, they are the, they're the bananas of music. I saw Bob Dylan of music. perform live maybe 15 years ago and he looked like he was about to fall over dead. Still I don't know how he's still going. I was just like, I don't know if I was like, if you are on drugs, you are on too many drugs. And if you are not on drugs, you need to get on drugs because he was just so <laughs> on the wrong amount of drugs. Of whatever it is, Fix you're it. on the wrong amount too little or too much. Cause like he, I don't know how he was functioning. Yeah. I mean, I like Bob Dylan, but I'm not like, oh my God, I'm creaming my pants over Bob Dylan. That's the thing. I feel like yeah. it's, it's and one of those things that you're supposed that like to that. be like, oh, it's the best ever. Like, okay, it's I fine. mean, I'll say this and you might, people might turn off the podcast. I don't like the Rolling Stones. There, I said it. Whoa. Oh, the rest of this <laughs> list is all Rolling Stones. <laughs> this is, ooh. Uh, Number two is Rolling Stones. I can't get no satisfaction. Uh, so really, with their first and cho- second choice, they were like, I mean, it is get us. It. Get it, guys? <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, is number three Papa was a Rolling Stone? I'll at least give him respect for that. It's a better song. Uh, it's John Lennon, Imagine. These are the the dude hits of the... I wonder what year this list was made. I, th- this Dads everywhere are like, yeah, yeah exactly. about this list. Like, this list may have been made in the 70s. Mm-mm. 80s but it was not 2011 fuck that man that made it Mm. (laughs) sorry (laughs) men but Uh, yeah um what are we talking about clothes clothes oh i was gonna tell you i'm doing this thing that i told you about before that i'm not buying clothes for a year yes i actually finished my year and i have not purchased any new clothes shoes or accessories for one year and I'm actually getting rid of more things than I ever have before in this year because I'm just really like diving deep into my closet. So how did you, how, what, why did you start this? I met a woman who had, was in the middle of it and I was like, that's cool. I can never do that. But then I was like, maybe I could try it for a month. Um, and I did. And I was like, I'm still alive and everything's fine. I'm going to try for two months. And, and then I was able, I'm on my 15th month now. Wow. Um, and haven't bought anything. There's things I need to buy, like my vans, my checkered vans that I'm wearing now have holes in them. I need to get new ones. Um, but I'm not buying but like they just, frivolous that, stuff. That just makes you look like you've been skating too I know. Hard. I, oh, I skated all the way over here. Um, but 
it's it's making me like realize what is important like what are the items i need and what i don't need Mm -hmm. it's been really fascinating plus i've saved a lot of money it's better for the environment blah 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 were you shopping a lot before that yes i was shopping a lot i still am able to go shopping and try stuff on i just don't buy it like if my friends are like do you want to go shopping at a bar for an alcohol i guess (laughs) but it's like i can still go and be like oh that's cute you should get it but I don't have the need to be like, oh, this is going to make me happy because it never made me happy. Yeah. I would buy the dress. And even if it was a cute dress, I would it wouldn't make me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I find that I do a, a lot of shopping at, like that. That's kind of my vice. Retail therapy. Yeah. The retail therapy. I mean, it's a joke, but it really is like wh- wh- how we treat it. And it is, as I've said a few times already, like this is going to be the person that I am. Yes, Look, it's aspirational. Uh, the person who purchasing, wears yes. this jacket is she has her taxes perfectly. done early. Yep, she's not stressed out about that. Never. She meditates. She squeezes in meditation every day, mm-hmm. and she, uh, you know, her hips are a little bit thinner than mine. I can tell from the photo. That's why it won't fit me when I get here. <laughs> and um, it's probably because she eats free range eggs, not regular mm, eggs. Yeah, and she's truly loved. She yeah. is loved. Yeah. So I need this jacket. <laughs> And then it shows up and it doesn't do any of those th- things. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get better about it. And as I said, n- not just appreciate space, mm-hmm. but like the space in my brain, like the clarity. Yes, of, it makes you think more clearly. Yeah. And create yourself. <laughs> this is going to sound real woohoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, create yourself from within rather than from yeah. What without you're wearing from yeah what you've draped upon your form mm-hmm. you said it mm. is my song next or is your song uh, next? my song is next because the last one was i will survive that's right and now i feel like that was our like maybe well you still have some picking through things but i think we're starting to uh get to the rebirth build it together yep. yeah and build, so this is it. changes by david bowie oh good one thank you uh, originally released on Hunky Dory in 1971. Mm-hmm. This is uh, also the last song that Bowie performed live on stage before he retired, which was in 2006. Retired from live performance. Yeah. I, I figured. it seemed the taste was not so sweet. So It really is about if you let if you make the room for new shit, then new shit's gonna come. Yeah, you can't change like you're not just losing something, you're becoming something new. hmm You're allowing your style, your closet, yourself to become a new thing. And when we hang on to all this old stuff, you can't become something new. That's and exactly what it is. It's in a lot of it's in a lot of like cultures and religions too, like um, Native American uh, culture in the American West has these things called Zuni fetishes, and one of them is the snake, and that is this, that symbolizes like because snakes shed their skin, it symbolizes like shedding the skin and letting the new new life in. And um, Chinese culture has the year of the fire monkey, which was last year or maybe twenty sixteen. Is that like a special version of the regular year of the monkey? I know. I think it is, or okay. I think the monkey is is, uh, the, is the fire, fire monkey. monkey. But okay. don't. I am not a. I am not Chinese, and I am not an expert on Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. So someone please correct me. But as far as I know, the fire monkey is about letting go of the past to make room for the new, mm-hmm. um, and that's the year specifically that you're supposed to like get rid of a lot of your old shit. Mm-hmm. 
which I tried to do. It sounds but like still you did. got a lot of it, guys. So, well, we got some. One of the things that scares me is um, someone talked about uh, made, made made a comment about like people with those like hoarder cars, mm-hmm. and I looked at my own car and was like, oh, is it getting there? It's creeping there. Because <laughs> also, how as often I said, do you bring your car to the to get washed? Well, I do the drive through, so nobody. Okay, goes but when inside. you do the drive through. Do you like vacuum it out? No, come on. Okay, because I do the drive through and then vacuum it out. Oh, of course. And when do. I vacuum it out, I'll like reorganize everything. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So you it got gets, your life together. I get it. It gets bad. And I try not to do that too much because we're in a drought in LA. So I don't wash my car that often. But when I do, I'll, but it, it gets bad. It gets to the point where I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing. Well, for me, it's because I live up on a hill. And so you're really blaming all your life problems on this hill. I feel like it's the it's the bane <laughs> of my existence. But seriously, I have to go up 60 steps to get home. Ugh. So your butt must be so hard. It's not <laughs> because I will look at the things in my car and be like, oh, or I could I'll, I'll take it up next time. I know what you mean. I do that, too. Or I, uh, you know what? I'm going to need it in three days in the car. Yeah. So I'll just like I'll leave it in here. Um, I do the same thing. And it's just piling up. And I feel like not only is that happening with the car, but that happens like with all of my stuff, like, oh, like you don't notice how much I do the same thing. Like, I'll just leave these shoes out because I'm going to put them on to walk the dog. And then there's like five pairs of shoes out. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just adds or up. Or even just having. Yeah. Um, and so like I try to take a cold eye to my surroundings sometimes and be like, could someone call this hoarding? <laughs> even just this corner. Yes. These are old things that really I don't yeah. need and I'm keeping around for weird reasons. I will. I used to like invite people over just to force myself to clean. I do that. <laughs> I absolutely do that because I'm like, well, I, I can live in this, but I, yeah, but if someone I comes absolutely over, won't let someone see that yeah, I yeah. live this way. Um, but everybody lives that way is the thing. Not everybody lives the way that they would change it before people come over. I'm kind That's of what like I mean. impressed like, oh, you're okay with people right. saying. Like I've gone to That's other nice. people's houses and I'm like, oh, this is kind of a mess and it's fine. It's not like unhealthy or anything, but I'm like, I wish I was like that comfortable. Yeah, I am not. I'm like, and I'm not know. either. Yeah, I'm like, everything has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or else I will die alone. Um, That's I'm, how, yep. I'm going to die yay, alone. Yay, therapy. Um, so as you mentioned, you are an actress and mm-hmm. I think one of the things that you are a little bit known for were is were your audition outfits oh yeah my audition like post on uh instagram Instagram. how does uh, how does the getting rid of things figure into that i think about it all the time i'm like what if i need this for an audition look Mm -hmm. because so i post my i go to a lot of auditions a lot of like commercial auditions and tv and movie auditions and stuff and i was getting kind of burnt out because i've been doing it for a very long time and i was like i need to start having fun with this somehow because I was getting really bitter with the descriptions, especially the commercial ones, because they're so sexist and just mm-hmm. ageist and, and everything. I stopped doing commercial auditions. I wanted to stop doing them for a while. And then there was this one where people had been like, the description had been like, must have years of stand-up experience. Must, like, really funny. And I showed up, and the part was to stand behind a man with a cup of coffee. Um and I, and something in my brain, and you know, in LA, like I had to park, and there were all yeah, these, yeah, no yeah, actor yeah. parking, no actor bathroom, no. And something in my brain snapped, and I looked at the girl who was signing people in. And I was like, I have to leave. And she was like, What? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm just forever. And it, yeah, it was. It was. I walked out and I was like, I'm never. I can't do this anymore. This is yeah. too. That's. I was getting to that fuck? point. Yeah. But I was like, I still want to like pay my bills, so <laughs> I got to do this. And how can I have fun with it? So. 
because a lot of these commercial auditions, as you know, will have expressions like, you know, uh, interesting face, uh, not a model. Okay, mm-hmm. never said I was model. Uh, or like not too attractive or like realistic body shape or just things where you're like, oh, okay, this is... Girl next door. Yeah, kind of like, oh. Um, and of course, if it's an executive, it always says female executive, but never male executive. That's just mm-hmm. executive. Right. Um, and it's always like, you know cute and hair must be done perfect and they're just like they always want these impossible things anyway i started putting them online and posting the outfit that i wore and people really took to it people who are in the industry are like i use this for reference when i'm like going out for young mom or something people who are not in the industry are like this is fascinating you must be making these up and i'm like no i literally take verbatim what the description was i'll take out the name of the project and the name of the character because i can't legally say what it is um but I have so many clothes that I use only for that because um, I don't, you know, there's just certain like mom cardigans I don't wear mm-hmm. in normal life that much, but I'm going to wear them for auditions. Mm-hmm. And then some of them are like very specific. Like I have a giant Victorian like hoop dress <laughs> oh and I've God. worn that to <laughs> auditions before. Wait, that doesn't sound like a thing that like is frequently done. That seems I've I have never that. maybe I'm not just not going out for the same things, but I've never seen someone in like period dress in a waiting room. You don't, that's the other thing. You don't have to. For that, you could wear like a long black skirt and a t-shirt. You know what I mean? Like you don't have, or even wear a t-shirt and jeans. But the point is, I want to have fun with it. So now okay. I see that audition and your like, description. Guess and I'm what like, they're getting. Oh, I'm going to put this thing because people will <laughs> love it when I post it online. Or like, there was one the other day that was like for a scene in a shower and they were like, uh, you have to wear a towel in the audition room. So wear something that's like off the shoulder. So I just wore like a off the shoulder romper, but I like for the audition look, I actually like put a towel on because mm. it's fun. And yeah. I'm like, these are ridiculous job requests for interviews <laughs> that no other industry has. Yeah. And I just want people to see how bizarre it is. Yeah. Well, so yes, a lot of my clothes are just for audition looks. Like I can't ever get rid of that Victorian dress. No. I've worn it to a lot of auditions. Have you booked? Has that has that dress booked That's you any work? That's a good question. Has it booked me any work? It got me a call back, I know, but I don't think I booked anything. That's not true. I did book a different commercial. That was like a it was like a a campaign and I didn't book that spot, but I got another spot. So kind of So hey. Yeah. It works. <laughs> Uh, next song is yours. Next song I picked is one of my favorite songs. Wow. Don't judge me. I'm not, Actually, judge I'm, me. I don't care. I'm not judging you, but I'm surprised. Really? That this is a favorite. Yeah, tell them what it is. It's Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie. There is something about this song. Oh, I love her voice in it. Whenever it comes on, I blare it in my car and sing along. P.S. I can't sing, so that's a whole thing in and of itself. But... It's kind of about her. I think it's about her having like a tour romance with like a local. And then she's like, "Ah, I got to I got to move on. Wow. I am like a grown woman and I I can't do this. (laughs) That's what it seems like to me. But I don't know. I've never gotten that from it. And I've heard that it's about a breakup or a divorce. It's Um, definitely about an ending of something. Yeah. But it feels to me like it's ending a fling. But it it could also be. I have never really thought about this. Keep keep it going on. I haven't thought about this song much, but I do like this change from that to this. Because she says, like, I have to get, you're probably on a flight back to your hometown. Mm. Like, it seems to me like it's, but I just, she feels like she's telling a guy, like, listen, buddy, you're adorable. But, like, I am a strong, independent business lady, and I carry a briefcase, 
and I wearing I wear power suits and I don't have time for you because I just need some time for myself and some wine and a bubble bath. You're great. I got some figuring out to yeah, do. Yeah, I got some shit to do. Like you just go do your little thing. Thank you so much for going down on me, but I don't have any more time for you. Um, <laughs> well, I think we said this is Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie. Fergie, but it yeah. Also, uh, it was off of her debut studio album the duchess in 2006 probably her debut solo Solo album album. yeah yeah um but i also wonder like if it also hit you with the like in the right growth time at 2006 if that was like a year that probably i don't really i'm I'm taking some time for me. I am taking I'm some doing, time for I'm me. I'm making choices a little yeah, different now. Yeah, that makes now. sense. Like I was like single in New York and like mm-hmm. growing up, um, you know, becoming a grown up. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I just love this song <laughs> so much. Uh, if I could sing, it would be my karaoke song, but I can't sing. What? Now, what do you mean you, that you can't sing? Uh, like you don't, you don't enjoy singing? No, I just can't. I don't know how to explain it to someone like yourself who can sing. I cannot sing. I can't. I know the way it's supposed to sound, but when it comes out of my mouth, it doesn't sound like that. Okay. Do you <laughs> sing anyway? By myself, I'll sing. Okay. Um, but yeah, not in front of people. Okay. I just cannot. I mean, I could like, like I could, my karaoke song is Parents Just Don't Understand by Fresh Prince. So it's a rap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, because I can't sing. I... There are. I understand that there are different uh, levels of ability and what kind of shape the holes in your face are that make things right. resonate and everything. But one of my little uh, beliefs is that um, a lot of it is tied to how much. Like, if you like singing, people will like listening to it. To I a mean, degree. Yeah. Um, and the more that you sing, the more that you, the more you can learn to connect the sound that you're making to the sound that you want to hear. And I think a lot of people just don't, don't get chances to play with that to like, yeah, I don't, I just think I'm also just genuinely tone deaf. (laughs) Okay. okay, Maybe maybe you're tone deaf. Uh, I I also have no rhythm. No, everyone can sing. I don't know why I like that. (laughs) One of the first sketch shows I did at UCB, like at the old, old theater on 22nd street, I was, we were all rehearsing and I was like, there was one part with a song and I was like, oh, guys, I, I can't sing. And everyone was like, everyone can sing. You just have to like try it. Blah, blah, blah. And then I remember I was like, okay. And I tried it and they, everyone looked at me and they were like, oh shit, <laughs> you cannot sing. And I was like, I to- like, I'm not mad at you. I told you I couldn't sing. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Okay. All right. I'll take your word I for it. I can do other stuff. Yeah. Well, I know. And it's, well, uh, I can't not- think of anything right now. Well, but I can do other okay, stuff. I'm not, I think that part of it is my, is I can make a good bed. It, 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 <laughs> I can't. Hostile corners. Wow. Everything's fucking fluffed perfectly. Fitted I make sheet a and good. Oh, fitted sheet. Fuck I make a fitted a sheet. Good. I can't, bed. I can't fuck with the fitted sheet anymore. I don't do it. I just have. I have nice comforter covers. Sometimes my boyfriend will make the bed, and I'll be like, "Get out of here," and I'll remake it because I don't like the way he made it. Wow. Really? Yeah. Fold that top down. Yeah. Two levels of pillows. Getting into a nicely made bed is uh, a real treat. With clean sheets. Yeah. yeah. Can't yeah. sing though. <laughs> I think that part of my thing about it is trying to li- is like in a weird way devaluing it that I'm like, oh, it's a thing I can do. So it's not it's not a big everybody can do it. And it's not important if you can do it or not, which is. Yeah, weird. you just because it's e- it's easy for you, I would assume. So you assume everybody can do. I mean, it's like this is going to sound so lame, but like. When you watch someone who's not a performer play charades, you're <laughs> like, 
Are you oh. a fucking idiot? <laughs> Are you in? Just do something. Uh-huh. <laughs> They'll just stand there and be like, they're like trying We're to spell things with their that. body. Yeah. Yeah. They're picking up books. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> and then I realized like, oh, I have be a skill. compassionate. <laughs> this is a skill that I have trained, uh, that I have used for my, to earn a living for almost 20 years. Like be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just assume everyone can do that. And I'm like, oh no, they're performing. I should be more compassionate about that uh one of my favorite things was a an interview that i saw between bill maher that's not the good part and jay-z um and bill maher was kind of like trying to fuck with him because he's bill maher and who he's so edgy right guys Uh, and was like hey so when you were selling drugs in the marcy project did you know that you were the greatest rapper alive like even back then and jay-z said no i didn't because I didn't know that what I could do was special. I thought that everybody could do this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's me and so many people I know. The thing that you... Uh, he's like, I didn't know. It was so easy for me. Yeah. I didn't know that everybody couldn't do it. It's, because it didn't take effort. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, you have to remember that and think about that. Like, just because something's easy for you does not mean that it's not special. And it might mean that it's even more special. And the other thing, and yeah, there's something that everyone has. I've been, um, the past couple of years, I've been teaching improv to um, like business, regular business mm-hmm. people, professionals. Yes, and I've done much of it myself. The corporate improv. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I go, I've been to a few like corporate retreats and things and I'll teach people and they'll have other classes and seminars going on and stuff like that. And I always tell them at the end of it, that I didn't realize that this skill that I had was a skill um, because I had surrounded myself by other improvisers and other comedians. And I said, when I hear a musician play music, that to me is literal magic because I don't know how to do it. I have no concept of how to play an instrument or how to sing a song. So when I watch someone do it, it is literal magic to me. What I have realized that this thing I had able to teach improv is a little bit of magic that I didn't realize I had because there's other people around me doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I end the class by always telling them like, my point is that you all have some magic in you. You just have to figure out what it is and then share it with people. But it's so normal and to you. And value it. And value it. But it's so normal to you. You don't realize that it's there, but it's there for everyone. Again, it is not singing for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next song is mine. This is, um, it's, it's the sweater by Marin Cadell. <laughs> Do you know this? Oh, by no, I thought you were going to say it by Weezer. No. Hello. So, this was on the the album Angel Food for Thought in 1991 or 92. Nine in 90s? Oh my gosh, it sounds so much older than the 90s. Incredible emotion. You have just pulled over your head the worn, warm sweater belonging to a boy. So it's this really, now you haven't had a passion I think, interesting thing. It's basically a, um, like a spoken word monologue uh-huh. over this. The, the thing that you're hearing that you're probably, that, that you're like, oh, it's kind of, sounds kind of older is, um, it's a, it's part of this song called Walk and Talk by Sid Dale. Okay. Um, which is playing underneath that loop. Um, or is that loop playing underneath it? And it's this whole monologue about like, you got this sweater from a guy 
at a sleepover <laughs> and he forgot you had it and now it's yours. Oh, and I it love might mean it. something's happening, but you're still not sure. But it smells like him. This oh. the peculiar goat like smell of a teenage boy. I love the, the goat like smell. Um and I, uh, I it was, is goat like because this animal that's like oh you're so cute but you stink. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like it's not a horse. <laughs> yeah, it's not a dog. It's, it's not yet something. Um, and it's not me. Um, do you still have album, anything from exes? Yeah, I have a. Th- I I do. I have stuff from guys I've dated and not in an emotional way, even just in like, a, am genuinely like it. This is a fucking comfy t-shirt. I'm not ever going to give it up way. <laughs> yeah. I have one thing that, uh, was designed by a guy that I dated. Oh, I had a few and got rid of them, but I kept this one cause I, I got it before I met him. Okay. And so I'm like, is it me though? Does it still count as a me thing? <laughs> so I won't wear it out of the house, but like, yeah, all the ones I have are like bedtime t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. And genuinely because they're just old and worn in. Yeah, it's real soft. And it's real soft. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I've gotten rid of most of the most of the other things. Maybe some, like I still have like, I still have some drawings and notes and stuff from early boyfriends. Do you know the brand Marine Layer? Uh-uh. Um, they're here out of California. I it's one of my favorite clothing clothing brands because they're very comfy. But that whole um, company was started because the guy uh, had a girlfriend, an ex girlfriend, who took his favorite T shirt and she wouldn't give it back to him. So, so he, he remade he made it. it. Yeah, <laughs> and started a whole um, company. And their shirts are so comfortable. <laughs> That's great. Um, this whole album, I think, is really interesting. Uh, it's got a lot of sort of performance already. Uh, songs and pieces on it a lot about relationships and about being a a woman Mm -hmm. Um, and Marin Cadell the artist who made it uh, is a transgender man who transitioned in 2003 oh awesome yeah so I also thought that this was so I thought of this song for this playlist because I was like oh it's about the sweater and it's about but he was a woman when this came out made this and transitioned about a decade later Um, and then when I found, because I I was like, whatever happened to Marin Cadell? Does he still only... make music? No, he's a professor. He teaches like um, teaches uh, an assistant professor of song lyrics and libretto writing. Oh, cool. Um, but that also the the transitioning. I was like, well, I think that's kind of suitable. Also, this like becoming something new. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, and you have to let she... go of something to begin something to become something new. Yeah. And your wardrobe probably changes exactly. Too. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, I think this is the, the this is even even more suitable because at first I was like, it's kind of a stretch because it's not like she gets rid of it. it's just her talking about the meaning of the sweater. And then I was like, no, it's perfect. No, it hits. It checks a lot of the boxes. Yeah. Also, just being about a sweater at all is very yeah. It's very goodwill and um, be, being emotional, having so much emotional ties to it. Because as you said from the very beginning, I think that's what makes us hang on to these things mm-hmm. it's not like no this shirt just fits me more perfect than anything else that you don't think about you just wear the shirt all the time exactly whatever. it's the things that you're like this is wrong but it but i want it to be right because it reminds me of Ugh. the rightness the I things that we it. hang on to it's it is amazing how our mind works like we know that and that's what was i was trying to get to with like naming this playlist like we know intellectually that we don't need this thing anymore we don't need this person in our lives anymore or hold on to this object but we still do it because it's like a comfort thing it's like a it's like a blankie yeah 
Is it also possibly a witchy thing? It is like, possibly a witchy thing. I could manifest <laughs> what I want from if this I try garment. Hard enough. <laughs> Do you have things that you've kept from exes? Um, oh yeah, you said yeah, like, but again, a not in a around. yeah, just in like a this shirt's really comfy way. Yeah. Although I do think of them if I see it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. What but about gifts? Um, gifts? Yeah, I have some like, yeah, I have some gifts from exes. Yeah. I mean, I got rid of the shitty stuff and kept the good stuff. <laughs> I like that's, which I, I hope a, they did too. If I gave them something shitty, I hope they got rid of it. I had a friend who, uh, when she broke up with a guy, found this website that was like specifically for selling <gasps> old jewelry from exes. That's amazing. I don't know if it's still around, um, and I don't know if there's a need for it because there's so many places where you right, can right. sell things, especially online. But I do kind of love the idea of like, this is perfectly good, but the reason I'm selling it <laughs> is because it's tainted by my heart. Because <laughs> I do sometimes wonder with things, I'm like, well, if this is good, why are you selling it? Right. But a lot of people, and it is true, you need to get rid of that like bad energy and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't keep something from an ex that I had like bad feelings or you know about like it's some when i'm just like oh i'm still friends with him and and i really like that necklace mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. i'm gonna keep it mm -hmm. yeah i'm not sure if i even have much of that anymore i do have yeah i have what i have another art piece that i really like the artist but whenever anybody comes to my house and points it out and is like, oh, I like that. I'm like, well, here's the oh. problem with it. And I'm like, you got to stop. You got to stop doing people that. Yeah. about it. Either get rid of it or just say I agree. thanks. Yeah. Um, and talk about what you do like about it. Like yes. the artist. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I do that also. But like I give them way to I am. Uh, uh, don't know how to edit. <laughs> Same. Myself or my wardrobe. <laughs> um, the next song is yours. Um, this is not my last one yet, though, right? No. This is... Oh, okay. No, but it's I'm, a very hometown choice. I'm rebuilding It's My Life by Bon Jovi. Now, if you've ever met me or spoken to me for more than five seconds, you know I'm obsessed with Bon Jovi. This is a... It's just an anthem, and it puts me in a good mood. It's like, it's your life. Take control. Um, this is a great song to listen to if you're doing something like adventurous you know like you're moving to a new town or you're you just broke up with someone or you're just you know like you're on your way to a job interview it's just like it's your fucking life yeah this is it How i'm not gonna, gonna be it? just a face in the crowd you're gonna hear my voice when it's i shout it out loud it's a great lyric oh, i'm sorry i was too excited about it, right, like, getting like, into the chorus when you're it's a great song <laughs> yeah it's off of uh it was the lead single off of crush in 2000. And this isn't Which, even early Bon Jovi. No, I was about to say, I feel like it's kind of late Bon Jovi. Yeah, it's later Bon Jovi, and it was still a huge hit, and it always puts me in a good mood. Yeah, this was, was this the one that the, the video was like a bunch of teens walking down a tunnel? Like people going to a concert? Yeah, and Sherry like Apple being in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, she like can't make it to the concert. She she's looking for a boyfriend, and they're like texting each other. Um, I actually worked with Sherry after that. And Did you have a lot of Bon Jovi questions? I had. A, I was just so angry at her because I was like, <laughs> "It's not me. fair that you got to be in a Bon Jovi video and I didn't." <laughs> what is your Bon Jovi obsession? Um, I'm from New Jersey. I just mm -hmm. love. I love their music. It is cheesy. I know it's cheesy, but it all is positive. And I've seen them in concert 22 times. Wow! Um, wow! That's a lot of time. Yeah, I know. How'd you get that done? Um, and I haven't even seen them in two years so i yeah wow, I've two just, whole years yeah, it's been. I know, I know. <laughs> i've gone a lot um like did you did you so you must have seen multiple shows on one tour 
They've toured a lot. They've toured 22 times? a lot. Uh, But I have seen multiple shows on tours. Okay. Yes, I have. And some of them were like one-off things, like um, like they, they would do like a you know, like a promotional appearance somewhere and they would only play like a couple songs. That's like in saw. Like in Times Square, they did one and I was like, I'm fucking going. I was there. Yeah, okay. So I went to that one and I count that. I'm like, that counts. I saw them live. Yeah. They I did another I one. They shot a steak. I was walking oh, really? through and I was like, what are all these people standing here for? Okay. I'm here on like a school trip. I'll, I'll yeah. hang out. And then somebody was like, Bon Jovi's coming out. And I'm like, oh, whatever. I like punk rock. And then they came out. They played the one song for, I think, the MTV Music Awards. Mm-hmm. And then when the cameras were off them, they were like, do you think we're leaving? We're not going anywhere. Yeah. And the crowd was like, yeah. And I was like, they're so giving. And I became an instant Bon Jovi fan. That's what it is. They, I also saw them at Grant's Tomb in New York. They did a thing like that. And then they just kept playing. But I, so every time I go, I try and bring a, a friend who's never been. <laughs> um, because inevitably they'll be like, this is hilarious. I'll go. I don't, I'm, I'm like really into music, so I'm not going to like it. And inevitably three songs in, they're like, calling their brother or like just something nostalgic they know all th- i'm like they're like i didn't know i knew so many bon jovi songs they're so fun i love that bon jovi is the thing you have to introduce people to it's like having to introduce people to people magazine yeah. like it's there it's everywhere you can't not but know imagine it then loving it then yeah. loving people magazine yeah. like everyone is converted by the end of the show like it sounds like you were too but i was absolutely no i, I know i just think like the the idea that you have to be like like that's like having to take someone to somebody, usually it's like well okay it's this weird shabu shabu <laughs> restaurant like it's just like no it's no it's one the, of the most, most famous bands things. in the world yeah um yeah they they always have fun when they're performing which is sounds so basic but a lot of artists look like they don't want to be there bob dylan <laughs> like it's not fun to watch yeah the the only concert that i've seen that i'm like that was bad was when the band seemed like they didn't want to be there and they didn't like each other yeah and that's a real bummer and mm-hmm. this is like they're like laughing and it's it's cheesy and like they tell this you know I have, now that I'm thinking about it, I have, I have seen a couple twice in one tour shows and they'll tell the same stories between songs and stuff, but they're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and they know what, they're, they're doing the all hits, no misses. They're not uh, they take really a chance are. on a bad story when they know this one wins. They know it works. Poughkeepsie hasn't heard it yet. Uh, also, um, he's real sexy. He super is. Um, one of my favorite, like I've told on this podcast before, like one of the first albums that I bought um, was the soundtrack to Young Guns too, that I saved up my little money for. And I remember having to go and like- Dead or Alive. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. That's that's from um, that's from the album, the still- Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's from Slippery and Wet. Um, No, this is uh, Blaze of Glory. Blaze of Glory. That's right. My bad. Santa Fe. A a few other ones. (laughs) Um, Wake up in the morning and I'll raise my weary head. That was a big karaoke jam for me. That's a great song. Um, Yeah. And it's one that people are like, oh, I don't know this song, but I do know it. Like it, it, it's, it's it's good for the crowd because they, because it's not, because it's not wanted dead or alive. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, I got it. Um, But yeah, uh, he's, uh, he's, he transitioned from sexy rock guy into sexy like tv dad he's very well yes he did he's actually in that movie young guns for like a second he gets shot he's like an extra in it (laughs) i know (laughs) yeah oh house painter moonlight and valentino yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) no he did it he's and he can still rock like leather pants and not look like he he doesn't yeah he doesn't rock leather pants the way that like vince neal or sebastian bach no offense i love them both i specifically love sebastian bach but sometimes i'm like you got to do you're doing what i'm doing where you're trying to hold on to the past but he did, does it in an updated way, which I love. Did you get to see Sebastian Bach in um, uh, Jekyll and Hyde? No, but I did. was on the same. We, up, we competed against each other on At Midnight. 
weird (laughs) that's a weird way to be for someone like that i love that stuff those are the things that you're like that's why i do this i was like i mean it's not but it also is yeah i was so in love with him when i was younger sebastian bach when he just looked like a beautiful woman oh i was not i i was like he seems dumb (laughs) i mean (laughs) no comment (laughs) it was a weird thing for a kid Um, to care about um but he was so beautiful um (laughs) i didn't care i was like 12 uh, I have other <laughs> musical theater questions for you. Okay. Are you familiar with um, Memphis or... No. Um, well, actually, I think what you would probably enjoy more would be um, uh, uh, Toxic Avenger, the musical. No, I didn't see that either. Do you know why I'm asking? No. They were... The music was done by the keyboardist from uh, Bon Jovi, whose name... David uh, Bryan. Yeah, I guess. Um, but And Toxic Avenger specifically is very in that genre wheelhouse. All right, I'll like, check it out. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> stuff um david bryan obviously played the one i think one of those f- famous keyboard riffs from runaway dun, 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 from their oh, first yeah, hit yeah, runaway yeah. i do know that um i'm thinking is there anything else that i need to tell you about this it was uh written by john bon jovi richie sambora max martin richie sambora no longer plays with the band yeah, that was the way, when you were like, they all like each other. I'm like, wasn't there a little tension with some? Yeah, but uh, so Bon Jovi and Poison, those two bands operate in a, I'm fascinated by this. They operate in a way that is different from other bands. And it's what, one of the reasons why they have been around the longest. The lead singer being Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi and Brett Michaels are the employers so, of the rest of the band. So when there is an artistic difference, they will talk it out. But at the end of the day, there's one person who has final say. Oof. And that's why they've been so, because um, other bands will fall apart because like, they can't come to a decision. Yeah. And that's why they've been around otherwise, for so long. But it's just like, you're out of the band now. Yeah. And supposedly it was like a amicable yeah. separation. Richie likes to drink a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And he dresses a little more like a vampire than the rest of them, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay. He's more, he was the one he to have, a, have like, a, like a long button coat yes. sort of guy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of bands <laughs> staying together a long time, um, my next pick. Great transition. Thank you. It's real specific. <laughs> People probably already know what it is. Um, and I think that, yeah, this is my last pick for this uh, playlist is I'm Free by The Who. Great. I hear this in my head a lot. Why? When I like le- when I'm walking away from something, good job. Be it a bag of stuff at Goodwill or a bad relationship, I'm good like, job. you know what? Yeah, I'm free. I'm not walking away from something. I'm fucking free. Um, it this- is very freeing. I'm free. Also, I was way too into Tommy when I was a kid. <laughs> I, I think everybody was hardcore Tommy I phase. Think everybody was. I never saw it. They did it at my college, but I never saw it on I'm Broadway. I'm talking like when I was like 10. I had multiple versions of the album. Did you ever see it live? The The Broadway version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, How old were you when you saw that? Uh, were you still a kid? I, yeah, I was like... Yeah, but I don't. I I'm trying to think of something that'll like connect it to right a, a timeline. Date, and I I can't. Uh, I was obsessed with the mu- with the musical Starlight Express when I was a kid. So was I. <laughs> that was the first musical I saw. Oh I just talked about it on another podcast Guys, like two hours ago. It's a musical where everyone plays trains and they're all on roller skates. If you are listening to this because you heard me on, um, never mind. I'm not gonna. Uh, 
But yeah, I just talked. I had that soundtrack. I saw it twice. I had the roller skates. I know <laughs> all the words to pretty much the entire Same. thing. Same, yeah. Um, and the thing that's always that I still the thing from that that I still think about mm-hmm. is um, my name per my name's Pearl. I'm a brand new girl. My spring still bounce. My fans still work. Ain't gonna smoke. Ain't gonna drink. What are you gonna do? What do you think? What the fuck is she gonna do? Fuck. She's gonna fuck. She's not the fucking car though. She's the <laughs> observatory car. So like, qu- like that's the thing. As a kid, I was like, okay, well, she must be the sleeping car, but she's not. Um, so that uh, ACDC I love was basically a bisexual train. Mm-hmm. The original version of it, the London version, was way more about race and sexuality. I saw it in London. So you saw the one yeah. where all the steam trains were black, and the steam trains were black. Yeah, Rusty was black. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you see? Was there was there the female? Uh, they have a girl. I don't know what she was. She had to have been some sort of car- passenger car, but she was also black, and she sings this like bluesy song. I think so. Yeah, I mean, definitely remember the, Rusty like, was black. Yeah, it's because uh, I think that's the recording that I have too. Yeah. Wow. Um, we like the same bad musical. I mean, I, they should bring that back. <laughs> I think it's some places it like Germany. It really. I mean, they had to worked. build a track around the theater. I, it was very exciting. Also, they um, eventually started doing it in rollerblades, which really upsets me. Yeah, that bums me it out. Should too. be quad skates. I figured that would happen. Yeah, but imagine finding like these amazingly talented singers who could also roller skate, like. And the injuries that must have happened. Oh my that god! Show. Yeah, I, the other most impressive musical I saw was Bring It On the musical because they were doing full cheer routines oh, and yeah. like gymnastics and then mm-hmm. belting. And I was like, "How? Where did they find these people?" Yeah, and those were the same people. They weren't switching them out. Sometimes they would. Obviously, they were doing the easier tumbling, mm-hmm. but still very impressive. Hmm. Still very impressive. And that musical I saw, I was like, "This will be hilarious!" And I was like, "Holy shit! This is one of the best musicals I've ever seen." Well, that's the thing. <laughs> like, I. I feel this, be careful what you see live. I've often said it about bands, but it definitely counts for musicals because when you see the amount of effort and skill that has been put into it, it's going to be better than you think. I I, um, I had a friend who ironically went to see uh, Carrot Top in Vegas and I was like, you're going to come back a Carrot Top fan? And he was like, no, I'm not. I'm like, all right, let's see. And he did. He was like, he's amazing. I'm no. like, yeah, don't do that. No. He, there's a reason why they have the theater that size and they have the ticket price like that and they have all those people working on it they they didn't just show up that day and go like maybe i could do a show like there's stuff that they're good at and wow. it's gonna be bewitching when you're there i mean of course there's been some shows that i saw and i was like that was a real stinker but there's a lot more that i've been like i guess i'll go see this and then been like wow yeah obsessed with it yeah. it's great bring it on the musical yeah um last song Last song is mine. Yours. It's also on the nose. Speaking like of your musicals and being on the nose. It's Let It Go from Frozen. Mm-hmm. Who I'm assuming is Adina Menzel. It singing. is. Yes, I did not. <laughs> I'm not going to put on the Demi Lovato unless somebody <laughs> makes me when there's an Adina version. <laughs> so you're going to sing it? Oh, the God, no. Tonight. Tonight. Not all the friends to be seen. Like we're all sick of it. We're and all sick of it. But also, it's but it's gonna. It's great. It's gonna go away for a few years, then it's gonna come back. I think it has already. <laughs> Is this one of the ones that you sing in your car? If it was on, I would sing it. I wouldn't put it on, but if it came on, I would sing it. So it's purely for the playlist. Yeah. I for sure have screamed some of this in a lot of <laughs> oh, cars. Many people have. Many people have. 
Seal, don't fail. Don't let them know. We'll edit this out. <laughs> let it out. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold you back anymore. I like that she gets small there. I do love this song, and I didn't love this movie. Hmm. I didn't love it as everyone as much as everyone else did because they were like, "It's about women, but a man needs to save them." And I was like, "The the like the the blonde guy with the I don't remember his name, Jonathan Groff guy. Does he save them? I thought it was like their their sisterhood saved each other, and like she kind of. It was it was okay. I just didn't love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't need the romance. Yeah, well, I mean, I the romance Disney. was like scary. The the romance that was like, actually, he wants to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, ooh, this is very Falcon Crest for uh, very Dynasty for. But yeah, I I don't remember having a major reaction, reaction to it. But I, but I do like the song, and probably a lot of me liking the song is also associating it associating it so hard with Defying Gravity, which is yes. from Wicked, yes. and Dina Menzel also sings that, and I feel like it has the same. Attitude. I agree. That, it like, also, yeah, for me, it also just reminds me of my nieces too. Yeah, because <laughs> when they came out, the one that like caught up out, in they frozen were fever, obsessed with it. Yeah, they have since moved past and are now like very sporty, which I'm way more excited about. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it does remind me of them, so I love it. Their little frozen backpacks and frozen blankets and frozen, oh my god, everything. Um, so where are you in your uh, getting rid of things right now? Do you have do you feel like you're, do you feel clean? No, I will never feel clean. I'm dirty. I'm dirty <laughs> and I will never be clean. Um, I am so much better at it. I'm so much better even in just going to Goodwill and doing it. I do want to say something about Goodwill too. Goodwill came under a lot of fire recently because they were like, they're a for-profit business and their CEO makes a shit ton of money. Yes, they are a for-profit business. They're also a for-profit business that gives people jobs that aren't normally able to work they are a for-profit business that helps people clean out their homes that saves the environment by recycling and upcycling things that gives affordable clothing to people who can't always buy it they are a business doing everything that businesses should do and they got so much shit just because they're a for-profit business they never claim to be a charity I just I think it's really fucked up like if every business operated the way that goodwill operates the world would be like fucking amazing yeah i think that since everybody gets a platform now with social media everyone can say whatever they want and sometimes it's an informed measured person and sometimes it feels someone just reading a headline and just reading a headline or also like it feels like it's a lot of whether they are teens or not people who are processing the world like teens being like oh my god yeah actually this thing that you thought was perfect isn't perfect like yeah that's everything exactly and so if this thing is pretty good and like most of the the weight on the scale is towards the good side yeah let's be happy about yeah and they're making money doing something really good like if everybody were making money doing something good like imagine the world yeah yeah that yeah but I, I, I actually thought about it in when I was on the way here. I was like, oh, should we say Goodwill or not? Because what if something comes out that's like, oh, actually, like, I feel like Salvation Army was the place where people took things. And then it's yeah. like, let's not. No. Also, there are like, you know, I feel like Goodwill is also like Q-tip now where you like say yes. Q-tip the rapper. No, Q-tip. <laughs> like Q-tip yeah. the, the, the Kleenex. Yes, the Kleenex. Exactly. Um, yeah, Kleenex is you, like that You also. know, if you have. It's a tissue and a swab. Right. No, it's there a are Kleenex. There are 100% 
nonprofit um, charity thrift stores that support um, AIDS research, that support um, women's shelters. Absolutely take your clothes there because you're giving it directly to the source. Um, but I also just don't think that Goodwill should get shit on because I don't no. think they're doing anything bad. Also, no, they, if the you reason have, they should, that you should shit on Goodwill is because they try to pass themselves off as a Halloween costume store <laughs> when all they have is dirty scrubs. That's not, That's we don't fair. all want to be dirty scrubs That's for fair. Halloween. Although we all have gotten a Halloween costume at Goodwill. I mean, maybe some, but they but the ads are like, look at this Victorian costume you can get. Fuck Where you. is that? You, we can't get that there. Just have dirty scrubs. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Was, what else? Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, no, I'm a bad interviewer. No, you're great. Um, what? Uh, where can people find you? People can find me on this little boutique website that I don't think anyone's on called Instagram. Mm. Um, my handle's at the Allison Becker. It's also the same thing on Twitter. Um, that's where you can find me. I'm also on a Netflix children's show. If you have children. <laughs> It's called... But only if you have only children. If you have children. Oh, don't be disgusting weird, and guys. watch it if you don't have kids. My dad keeps saying, it's actually good. And I'm like, stop watching oh. it. It's for kids. <laughs> but also, don't say it's actually good. Yeah, don't say it's actually good. It. Do say... Well, I hate, normally good. I hate that because it, the people do it to women's work when mm. they're like, it's actually really good. But he is talking about a children's show and he is in his 70s. So I'm like letting it slide yeah. for this one. Yeah, yeah. But it's called Best Worst Weekend Ever. And it's a really cute show about kids and the... I play a mom on it and the kids I got to work with were so amazing and so much more talented than I will ever be. Um, and it was just really fun to work with them. So it's a feel good show, which is what we need. Cool. Well, I think we made a very good playlist and I think everyone uh, should use it to go donate some of your clutter and breathe in the air of freedom. Uh, be free. Uh, uh, slightly less cluttered. Okay, cool. Thank you for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Eliza Skinner. You can follow the podcast at, at @coolplaylistpod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com, and you can find links to all the playlists we make and anything we talk about, and our Patreon. We don't have advertisers, so we rely on Patreon co-producers like you. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. The art and logo is by D. Billy at Duchess in the Queen Studio, and the podcast is produced by Cool DJ Aristotle Acevedo. Oh. And you can always rate and review us on iTunes. Everybody loves that. Bye.